Okay, form the intention that you are going to meditate and bring to mind the reason you are going to meditate. You can think both of your ultimate purpose or you can also think of both the ultimate purpose and the immediate purpose. Let that become clear in your mind. And hold on to that motivation. Let it become a strong determination. this determination now fill your whole being. Holding on to this determination, bring your attention to the posture with the intent, intention to have the posture in the most conducive place for meditation. Take your attention to the legs with that intention and place the legs in a posture that is comfortable and stable. Let your intuition guide you as to what is the best posture for comfort and stability. Then look for that pleasant sensation. Once you feel that pleasant sensation, now bring, turn your attention to the hands, your arms and shoulders, placing them in the posture most conducive to meditation. And when you feel that same sense of ease now with the hands and arms, move your attention to the torso. Also in back, you want the posture in such a way that 
you get the sign not only of a pleasant sensation but also a sense of confidence arising from the posture. Then your head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes. Gently bring your attention to the breath and intending to control the breath, not trying to force the mind to focus on the breath, not having any concern about distractions. Just know you're breathing in when you're breathing in, know you're breathing out when you're breathing out. Continue to keep that mindfulness and that pleasant sensation. Continue to observe the breath this way. Continue to be mindful of that pleasant sensation. Now have the intention to keep your flow of awareness on the breath unbroken while you follow 11 cycles of breath. And as soon as the flow of awareness is broken, Rejoice that you become aware of it and go back to go back to number one again. Be aware of the progress of that pleasant sensation, how it is reflected in the breath, how it is reflected in the mind. And continue to keep that loose mindfulness and that pleasant sensation. Bring your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. Again, recall your determination. And call in that space the means through which you will achieve 
the objective of your highest aspirations, your guide, your infallible teacher. that you are indeed in the very presence of this infallible teacher, your infallible guide. While holding on to that measure of conviction, show your reverence in your mind prostrate. Trust yourself, take a refuge, seeking protection, seeking guidance, at the goal you seek. Appreciate how valuable it is to you. And understanding how the very means to achieve it is right in front of you. And express the gratitude by making offerings. Admit your faults, the actions committed under their influence, out of that strong regret, turn to the three jewels you're embodied in your fallible teacher, take refuge, seeking protection, guidance and strength. from that sense of strength, make a promise to be strained in the future, promising for a definite period of time according to your capacity, then think of something to do to make up
feel the natural joy that comes up after this practice of purification. Notice how you the refined state of mind that is rejoicing and continue to rejoice taking great joy in all measures of goodness Direct the momentum that you've gathered so far Be aware of it Be aware of the tranquility Look at the conditions of sentient beings And let the compassion and the love arising in your heart, embracing all beings. Let it merge with your determination, with the momentum surging into one momentum. while holding all beings in this embrace turn your attention to the teacher be aware of how you are connected to all enlightened beings through your infallible teacher Ask them, ask the enlightened beings to please come into the lives of these sentient beings. Show them how to truly put an end to their pain. Show them how to truly find happiness. Beg them to stay in their lives. Continue to feel the momentum surging, rising. 
strengthening your determination, your determination strengthening with the momentum. And direct it toward this very session of dedication. Okay, bring your attention to the breath. Staying aware of the breath, become aware of the body again. A little break from the posture. Now, the, the meditation that you eventually will want to do is uh, uh, bring yourself to a level of awareness, level of consciousness, to a state of mind uh, that is called nyomjuk, um, absorption. Okay. That's where uh, the kind of meditation that you fantasize about uh, when you first heard about meditation uh, and you had the ideas about doing different things, it is in Nyomjuk that you actually are able to do them. But you don't begin meditation from knowing nothing about meditation, having no control over your mind, and then you just sit down all of a sudden you're in Nyomjuk. You have to, you have to uh, cultivate you have to cultivate your your practice to get to be able to get to that point. Okay. Uh, Nyomjuk is uh, is a state of mind where uh, 
there is such one-pointed uh, there is such one-pointed uh, focus on your on whatever you're you're meditating on that you lose the sense of you are meditating on something you lose the sense of of anything else that you you become uh, completely immersed in this in this uh, in this meditation in this object that you're that you're meditating on where the the to the point where the uh, absorption is that something starts to happen to the mind that the the mind actually starts to experience a certain uh, um, certain certain levels of transformation okay like if you were meditating on love for example when you reach nyomjuk there there is a there is in that state there is a there's no longer a sense of you are meditating on love there is only love that is present and because there is only love that is present your mind starts to take on the identity of the uh, of love it starts to become love itself okay and when you're in nyomjuk on a particular object then there's a uh, a lot of there's a suspension of a lot of things happen a lot of, a lot of other things you uh this is where there is a suspension of the awareness of time this is where there is a suspension also even of the there might even be a suspension of, of breathing, a, a suspension of some of the uh, some of the uh, body functions, okay? Uh, because at that moment there is uh, there's no longer an ident- the the aspect of the mind, the function of the mind that identifies is no longer identifying with what it used to identify with. There's a complete identification with the object. If you are focusing on a rock. At that moment, you become completely identified with the rock. It's no, long, you're, it's no longer that you are watching a, a rock, you're looking at the rock. You are the rock. Okay. And if there's any virtue in the rock, then your mind actually takes on the virtue of that rock. If there's no virtue in the rock, then your mind takes on no virtue. <laughs> takes on no virtue. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but you don't become the rock in a sense of uh, uh, if someone were to you know hit you or someone were to prick your skin and you, you know it, the needle would break or something. N- n- that's another level. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just at at the level at the at the level or sense of identification. There is a complete identification with your object of meditation. And this is where you want to reach in meditation. This is where meditation, this is where um, the things you want to get accomplished through meditation, this is in, in that state that they get accomplished. Okay. So as you are approaching that, that state and you keep your mind looking out for it, so if you are using... Uh, uh, um, So it doesn't necessarily have to be that, uh, for example, if you are meditating on love, 
and then through meditating on love, then you get to, to that state of, of nyomjuk. Now, when you're in that nyomjuk, you don't necessarily have to take love as the object to uh, be absorbed in. You can choose another object to, as the object of absorption. Okay. Uh, the the state of mind that is called uh, uh, quietude. Uh, what are, what other word they, they use? Calm abiding. Uh, this is what they're referring to as uh, shamatha. Okay. Shamatha is, you could say, is the door, is, 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 the, is the state of mind right before absorption. Okay. So you take an object that takes you to shamatha, and once you arrive at shamatha, then you, take a, you can take another object for the absorption part. But the absorption, just because shamatha and then absorption, doesn't mean that uh, as soon as you reach shamatha, the very next moment you're going to be in absorption. It might take a few more months of practice of, of, of staying in shamatha, and then before, before that gets uh, uh, transformed into what is called absor absorption. Okay? Uh, and as far as the Buddha is concerned, when he's talking about a meditation, he's really referring to absorption. When he said do do um, do, when he, when the Buddha gives an uh, 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 instruction of do this meditation on this, is referring to abs abs what he's really saying is absorb your mind in this. That's why uh, the instruction on, on, on different kinds of meditation, in order to achieve this particular kind of result, in order to achieve this particular kind of transformation, meditate on this. Okay. But before you even get to shamatha, before you even get to quietude, and you try to uh, achieve the result of this particular meditation, you will not get this particular result. So for now, this, this particular advice is just a means to get you to shamatha. It's a means to train your mind to get to shamatha. And eventually, uh, after, after, after familiarizing your mind with shamatha, you will get to absorption. Okay? So your aim is absorption, as far as meditation is concerned. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, we talked about how we you eventually get to uh, shamatha, okay, to quietude, is uh, cultivating some uh, sense of shamatha itself, which is that pleasant sensation. And how do you cultivate it? You simply just have your mindfulness stay loosely and watching that, that pleasant sensation, watching its progress going from pleasant sensation to joy to whatever, uh, uh, rapture, bliss, okay? Let's say bliss is, 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 the, is, the, is the final state, okay? Uh, then when your mind is in, that, is, is in that blissful state, then you're, you're able to observe other characteristics of the mind. When you observe the other characteristics uh, uh, along with this bliss, first of all, the bliss is felt not only in the mind, but it's actually felt, you feel, you feel the bliss in the body itself. And one uh, indication that you are 
to sort of help you, to encourage you that you are approaching that, that, that uh, bodily suffused uh, um, bliss is in the beginning you feel that, that pleasant sensation in the body that sort of give you a, an anchor for the mind, something for the mindfulness to start observing. And as you continue to do your, your meditation, you continue to do your practice, continue to do your practice, then it gets, uh, it, it increases, it increases, it increases. But after some time, especially if you're not used to sitting down on the, if you're sitting on, uh, even if you're sitting on a chair sometimes, uh, you, start to div you start to feel a sense of discomfort in the body. Okay? But you, you don't make that discomfort an object of mindfulness. Okay. Uh, you keep your mind uh, now. The, the 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 by that time now the pleasant sensation is now felt in the mind. So you keep your mind on the pleasant sensation now, just in the mind. And after some time of of observing the pleasant sensation, or uh, I guess with the mind, let's call it tranquility. After some time of observing the sense of tranquility in the mind, this sense of tranquility will now suffuse the body. And now, in the very place where you are feeling discomfort, you start to feel, again, a, heightened, a more heightened sense of, 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 a pleasant, of that same pleasant sensation you felt before. So if a pleasant sensation, and it becomes discomfort, is replaced by discomfort, but because the mind picked up that, uh, that pleasant sensation by, f by anchoring your awareness on that pleasant sensation in the mind, then it sort of trickles down to the body. And now uh, the bod that very uh, uh, un uh, unpleasant sensation, this sense of discomfort or the pain, is replaced by a very pleasant sensation, more pleasant than, than the pleasant sensation you had before. So that's sort of like a, a give you a, a taste of what the uh, uh, of what the the manual the meditation manuals are referring to by a, a a bliss that suffuses the body, in the same way you feel that sense of that pleasant sensation. So imagine that same pleasant sensation multiplied, you know, a hundred a hundredfold. Okay. Now before you get to that, uh, what you might call a protective bliss. And the reason I'm calling it a protective bliss is that uh, there's an actual physical uh, change, chemical change that is taking place in the body. And it's because of this chemical change that is taking place in the body that you are feeling this, uh, you're having this experience of, a, of, a, of, of this blissful experience in the body itself. But before you get to this particular point that that pleasant sensation that you're experiencing before is not necessarily uh, uh, the the cause of that discomfort is still there the cause of that discomfort is still working and this is where you have to be careful okay so even though it may feel pleasant at, at that point, if you continue, it w you, you may still continue to feel the, 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 the pleasant sensation in the, in the body, 
but if if you're not in that uh if you haven't reached uh that complete uh, absorption where where the bliss that is suffusing the body and the mind is ha has a uh uh say uh, a physical counterpoint which is really protecting the body in, in that in, in in that state you 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 will do damage to your body uh, of course this is for uh people who are hardcore who uh will be doing two or three hours will force themselves to do two or three hours of sitting meditation when they're not ready to do that if you don't have uh real flexibility in in the posture because you're doing other kinds of physical you know physical thing to help with the posture like uh, or, or any and it doesn't necessarily have to be some sort of a regiment that you're doing it could be that you know you accustom yourself to sitting down on uh cross-legged on the floor all the time if you especially if you come from a, a culture where people are sitting on the floor all the time so that's will be like a, a, a custom, accustoming your your body to it so if you're not at that level when you're sitting the, the when you that meditation posture that you take you take it only that at when you're meditating at other time you're you're, you're not uh, you're sitting uh, in different place or you're standing or doing something else so even though you you've reached a point where within that hour you're able to you experience where there once there there used to be a discomfort there is now a pleasant sensation that will this pleasant sensation will aid you to continue to to just focus to do finish to finish your meditation but don't let it uh uh don't be uh deceived to think that there is no p underlying pain okay because you will notice the underlying pain when the meditation session is completely over and then what the cause that was the, the because the cause of the discomfort wasn't something that you removed it was something that was put aside for some time then it, it and, it, and, and it will be there and then uh the discomfort will come back to 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 to, to uh, whatever you wherever you were feeling it whether it was in the knees or whether in the back okay so so that's the first kind of warning about not staying too long in meditation. Of course you're encouraged to meditate as often as you uh, as you can, but as far as staying in meditation for too long, you have to you have to be careful. Okay? And of course this is uh once you reach a point in your meditation where you actually are now have to be careful about meditation about danger some of the dangers of meditation that's actually a sign that you made great progress okay so if you're not in danger if you're not in any uh of those areas of danger and and the other area of danger has to do with uh, uh achieving the like uh achieving your ultimate goal obstructing yourself from achieving your ultimate goal where now the very bliss becomes something something enticing it becomes the end itself you sit down because 
you, you, you are able to get into that bliss and the bliss itself becomes just uh, the ultimate goal. Okay. So you, you, it's not something that you use for anything. Then that becomes, then that's the other kind of danger. Because the bliss will, become, will be enticing and you will not be able to remember <coughs> the definition, the working definition uh, we, uh, we talked about meditation is directing. Okay, there's directing in there. There is sustained directing. So if you just allow yourself to just, you know, be, uh, you know, just, just lie, just stay in that bliss that's, that's happening, and you're not doing anything, you're losing your capacity to direct the mind. Okay? It's another form of being distracted. <coughs> so, the f- so the bliss itself, even though it takes you know, tremendous effort to finally get to it, it takes a lot of directing the mind to get to it. It takes a lot of fighting distraction to get to it. But when you, when you make the bliss now, ju- when you make just staying in the bliss, you, the the reason for meditating, then the bliss itself becomes a, the distract the new distraction. Okay, and you and you and you and you're deteriorating your your capacity to direct the mind. Okay, and there are even even more a powerful sense. Uh, uh, what's it? More powerful, more more intense levels of bliss. And you make you and you put yourself at a danger, at 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 either not being able to achieve those more intense levels of bliss, or if you're able to achieve those intense levels of bliss, where you completely lose your 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 awareness, where you're just completely absorbed in that bliss, you enter uh, meditation, you're blissed out, and you're not doing anything w- with it. You're incapable of doing anything with it. You're just like somebody who's thrown in the current, and you and you and in a uh, uh, in a very uh, strong current, and there's nothing you can do. All you can do is just ride it. Okay, so that's the other danger of meditation. And again, once you find yourself in the ar- in the in the area where you are really prone to those kind of dangers, it's a sign of great progress. Okay, so. There's no need for you right now to be concerned about, I mean, directly concerned about what are, what are referred to as the dangers of meditation. Okay. There's no need for, for you right now. Okay. So you don't have to make that, make that an obsession of your mind. Okay. So to get to, to, the, to the quietude, the shamatha, uh, In addition to what we talked about, especially the the uh, keep remember keep the, that loose mindfulness and that the progress of that pleasant sensation. Um, there is uh, what you might call a note taking happening also, and uh, what I'm referring to as the note taking is that 
some phenomena arises in the mind, some thought arises in the mind, some feeling arises in the mind, some emotion arises in the mind. You just take note. And the, the, and the attitude of just taking note, rather than, get, rather than engaging these things, will help you direct the mind, will help you steady the mind. Okay. So you're meditating on uh, the image of the Buddha, for example, and you're going over in your mind, okay, that's the head, that's the arms, that's the body, that's the, that's the robes, that's the colors, that's the shape. You're going, over, you're going over these things in your mind. And as you're going over these things in your mind, perhaps all of a sudden, because you, you are now on the gold color or you're in a particular color, that color triggers a particular emotion, particular, triggers a particular memory. And that thought comes in the mind. So the attitude towards that is to, uh, you take a note. With, with the red color, this emotion come, came up. Okay. And you continue to do your, your, your review, your, your, your meditation at that point with the image of the Buddha. The, the head is this way, the eyes are this way, the nose is this way. Uh, just the form of the Buddha, right? And at the same time, sort of like uh, uh, the space within which you're, you're, you're doing all this, all this work, there's this loose mindfulness on the progress of, of that uh, pleasant sensation happening. Okay. So, that's, uh, so that's another element, note-taking, or the attitude of taking notes. This will help you uh, uh, help you not get distracted when that emotion comes up, when that thought comes up, when that memory comes up. But at the same time, you're not com you're not not doing an anything about it. Okay, you're doing something about it. What you're doing about it, you're taking notes. Mm -hmm. And the, the 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 attitude of taking note allows you to um, maintain a level uh, your your level of. Uh, equilibrium, so to speak, so that, so that uh, you train your mind to, be, to, to stay, to remain stable, to not get pushed and pulled around, okay? Uh, so after note, uh, so note taking is, is, is for the things that are happening in the mind that are not specific to the actual meditation you're doing. Now, to help you stay with the object that you're focusing on, that's supposed to be the object of your meditation, that every once in a while, you have to, bring, you have to deliberately, especially in the beginning, deliberately ask yourself the question, what am I doing right now? Okay. What am I doing right now? And you don't have to ask this question, you know, in a, in a, in a stream, what am I doing right now, what am I doing right now? But just every once in a while, <coughs> ask yourself, what am I doing right now? Okay. That will help the mind uh, glue itself. That will help the directing power of the mind to stay where you want it to stay. Okay. That's uh, what might be called introspection okay. in some fancy books. Okay. Give it just what, or should we go to why? Mm -hmm. Should we go to why, or just keep? Or oh, not why? What? Just, just what? 
Yeah. What, okay, what am I why. doing? Okay. Yeah. Now the why you should have taken care of it a long time ago. Right. Before you yeah. said before you sit down. Yep. Yeah. And actually, uh, the why, the reason for the why in the beginning, it helps sort of set the stage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you don't have, a, if you don't answer the why from the very beginning, it's gonna be you're gonna have a very uh, you're gonna be ve you could be very prone to distraction. If you don't know why you're sitting, why you're sitting, why you're doing what you're doing, then everything that comes up, you go after it. And then the thing is, even right now, there, you can be there, you you can experience some very vivid dist uh, uh, distractions, and and they can appear to be more interesting than than what you're meditating on. Okay. Okay, while you're meditating on impermanence, for example, and you go into the the different the different the different uh, steps of meditating on on, on trying to reach uh, the realization of impermanence. While you're doing that, then you're doing all the other work that you're supposed to be doing, taking the notes when the emotions come, have that loose mindfulness on that pleasant sensation, watching its progress, and then the attitude of of uh, ignoring everything, anything else, allowing them to happen, not for, not uh, fighting them, trying to make them not happen, allowing them to happen, and then ignoring and ignoring everything else. While you're doing that, then the very progress, the very uh, progress that you're making, now when the emotion, it's like your mind is becoming clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. Now the very distractions themselves will appear clearer. All of a sudden, you may have a very vivid image of a scene, or very vivid image of a, of a enlightened being, even come up. Okay, and the reason for taking the note is that just in case <laughs> it's something that requires your attention, you give it the attention. I took the note, but the. The moment you sat down, you was, it wasn't to, it wasn't to focus on that particular object at that moment, okay. But because of the very vividness of it, and that's what you're trying to reach with the object that you're meditating on, and yet your object is not as vivid as this thing that just came up. You might be enticed to say, "Wait a minute, since I'm supposed to have a very in, uh, vivid object in my mind, it will help me with meditation. Let me drop this uh, permanent stuff." I mean, focus on this very, very thing that just came up. What, what, you just, what you just did, you just became a victim of distraction. And, and what will happen? This image will start to fade, and another image will, will, be, uh, will appear, which will be more vivid, and then you will say, oh, there's another one, let me drop this one, pick that one. So what are you doing? You're just allowing the mind to continue its habit of being dragged here and there. But I said it does happen, and it may happen, and it's quite possible. I'm sure it will happen. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, wouldn't you want to go back to the question of why am I doing this? Oh, to yeah. Bring you back to okay, where I've gone off on a tangent, and you know, I recently might get back to the purpose of what you're doing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So in the what and the why, and it was in the why in that aspect that you get caught on a tangent. So yeah, in that in, in that sense, yeah, okay. in that sense, yes, yeah. If you. Uh, uh, if it's almost like you have to start all over again, right. kind of kind of sense, yeah. Then you have to begin begin with the why. Why am I doing this anyway? Yeah. And when when you 
know why you're doing it. It will give you the energy. It will give you energy that you need to stay on course. Okay. Right? So with little 10 minutes we have. Uh, if you already have a meditation object, you can meditate on that. I'm not going to ask you to meditate on stone. <laughs> if you want, you can do that. There's no virtue in the stone, so. Uh, but you can meditate on the, uh, the, the, the preliminary object within the Mahayana tradition, especially w within Tibetan, all the different uh, Tibetan traditions. The preliminary object for developing shamatha is the image of the Buddha. Okay. And uh, since the image of the Buddha is connected to an actual Buddha, then to be absorbed with the image has its, has its virtues. Okay. You develop greater faith, you develop greater, greater conviction in the path, and so on and so forth, and you, you, are, you find yourself having a natural attraction to those qualities of the Buddha. That will be the benefit of, of meditating on the image of the Buddha. Because you said a few times that when you are Buddha, you can appear anything you want. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because then, if I meditate on the image of the Buddha, that's just. Uh, I mean, uh, as a as a enticement to for the image. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not that while you maintain with the image of the Buddha, you be, you be able to do whatever, you appear whatever you want. That's not the understanding, right? Okay. <laughs> not while you're meditating on the image of the Buddha. When you become a Buddha, then you can appear as whatever you want. But when you're meditating on the image of the Buddha, you can think of those qualities of the Buddha to help you focus on the, the Buddha. But we, we know that this image could be any image. Oh, oh, that, oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But the, you choose one specific image that makes you think of the Buddha. That, okay. And you keep, you, but you don't make sure that image doesn't change. It shouldn't change. Because your mind, again, instead of another object appearing, that is, while you're maintaining on the image of the Buddha, then you think about uh, the snow outside. Okay, that's a completely different object. And that's an obvious distraction. But another distraction could be, while you're meditating on the blue Buddha, then it becomes golden. You have to go back to the blue. Yeah. The golden one is a distraction. Okay. You say, oh, it's, the same, it's, it's still a Buddha, you know, now it's golden, it's cuter than the one I was thinking about. I'll just now focus on the golden one. And you just, you know, say, you just told your mind, distract me some more. Okay. All right, so now we have not 15 minutes, we have 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so you can take, so remember those, those steps, right? My, loose mindfulness on that, on that sense of ease, keep watching it, make sure you keep watching it. Whatever, whatever comes up, acknowledge them, but don't go after them, ignore them. And then, and your mind keeps saying every once in a while, what am, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then you're going over the, the image of the Buddha. Okay, it's this color, it sits in this posture, and so on and so forth, all right?
So recall the degree of tranquility. Stabilize it with five cycles of breath. Then we left the teacher in front of you. Then you can imagine, start visualizing the teacher as in the form of the Buddha. And just go over the form itself. No, no, this is focusing on the form, not on the other uh, non-material qualities of the Buddha. Just the form. So as you're doing this, take, take special note, notice of the progress of the sense of ease so that they can sort of like uh, play on each other. The more you focus on the form, the more pleasant it becomes, the more pleasant it becomes, the clearer and the more you focus. And the other stuff. If you're having a, some sense of discomfort now in the body that is tolerable, just take note. Don't go into it, try to do something about it. Just focus on what you're doing. And at some point in that very, see if you can get to that point where, that very place where there is discomfort, there is now a pleasant sensation. So I can give you your certificate afterward.
bring the teacher to the crown of your head receive a shower of blessings from the teacher aspire to become inseparable the teacher then dissolves into a point of light enters your heart center becomes one with your mind there and you are transformed into that bright presence wherever certain beings are suffering especially those places that are of concern to you send the light of your being over there let that very light remove those sufferings replacing them with true happiness make a dedication bring your attention to the breath through your attention of the breath become aware of the body again start with the top of your head deliberately become aware of the top of the head include more and more of the body along with your awareness of the breath until you're aware of the whole body from head to toes We did a little more than 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Alright, so... Everybody's okay? Okay. I'm okay too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, see you guys uh, next week. Yeah. Take care. <coughs> ah, stop snoring.